Yeah, it's true. I wouldn't say power. I say I would say. Um, Privilege. <laughs> Privilege of editing these uh, Loose responsibility of editing. There's a reason why none of the podcasts ever get edited. It's because I don't know how. You did it once, but it took you weeks. <laughs> so there, there you go. It's That's like, right. eh, it's not worth it. Yeah, it's, I, I just... Where you're with, uh, no, it's your black uh, gay friend's name. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. You're going to get him mad. <laughs> Believe me, I don't know. Don't talk about John that way. <laughs> Yeah, John. Just, just <laughs> offending everybody. All right, gentlemen, <laughs> cheers. cheers. Cheers to the 2017-2018 hockey season. Let me know when to hit record. Oh, okay. So, oh, you guys should have been recording this whole time. I'm sorry, we should have said something. All right. I okay, hold okay. on. Okay. Does that mean Aaron's not going to be at that whole... Well, whatever, whatever we We can... missed the gay black line? Oh, oh. we got to Now you got to bleep me out. Okay. All right, Aaron. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of NHL hockey? I am joined by three gentlemen. To my direct right, I've got Dave, the guy with five A's. What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going? Great. <laughs> and to his right, <laughs> returning for the third time, his hat trick appearance, Brian Smith. What up, Brian? Not much, man. Just and, uh, ready to lose in the NHL playoffs. Awesome, <laughs> awesome, awesome. And in the center of the table... Just like we were getting all lap dances, Aaron Chalupa. Say what's up, AB. What's up, AB? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> beers in hand. Yep. Salute. Aaron, yeah, Aaron's <laughs> making his own noise there. That's good. Clink, clink, clink. This Truth. is the Todd After 30 Podcast. Let's do this. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. So this is an elite talk. This is just strictly for NHL. This is yeah. This is the NHL playoff preview podcast. But so this is uh, like I mean I wish we could just talk mostly Leaf, but surprisingly out of the four of us, there's only fifty percent Leaf fans here. Yeah. Which is a big change from what I'm I mean used to. Just to cut you off really quickly, <laughs> Dave. Okay. Fifty percent right now. By the end of the podcast, we might have a hundred percent. Oh yeah, I think we so. might have hundred percent. Considering the alternative, yeah. I think uh, we could uh, add a couple more Leaf Nation members. Well, really quickly, Brian, why don't you tell us who your allegiance is to? Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a Habs fan, so always have been. Um, unfortunately, that means I hate Boston. Yeah. So um, Who doesn't? But in all honesty, Leafs fans are kind of gloating way too early right now anyway, so I'm not sure who I'm rooting for in that first-round matchup. Normally, I would be like, yeah, you know what? I actually want the Leafs to win, but you guys are being kind of pricks, so we'll see. <laughs> it's true. It's fair, yeah. And Aaron? Well, I've actually got my Zidane Chara Bruins jersey on right now, so... <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a Zidane Chara jersey. I do. <laughs> Is he from the Czech? Yes. Uh, oh, he's Slovak. No. No, he's uh, he's Slovakian. He's yeah. Zidino Hara. Oh, is that how you're supposed to Czech, say it? Czech Republic. Yeah, it's just it's just like the proper way to pronounce my name, where it's supposed to be Halupa and not Chalupa. Just like Zidino Chara, Zidino Hara. Huh. Oh, you learned something new every... I always thought you were Mexican. I thought you were yeah, bullshit. I know, right? <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, so, so is Chara. You know, it's actually Zidino Churro. <laughs> I could just see all Mexican themed restaurants taking churro off and just calling it Zidino Charros. Would you like to Zidino churro your meal? <laughs> yes. a, se- a seven foot long churro. Well, <laughs> uh, I fact checked. Uh oh. You're absolutely right. It is. <laughs> all right. He is a Slovak community drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna stump <laughs> the chump. The chump. No, the this guy who knows the most about NHL. Chalo- stump the chalupe. You can't do it, baby. You can't do it. He's, uh, <laughs> we'll find something. Yeah, oh, he's one of the few um, European captains to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. Oh, him true. and uh, Lidstrom and... Zetterberg? No. Wait. Uh, Zetterberg didn't win as a captain. No, Lidstrom, Lidstrom was still the captain at the time. Yeah. He didn't retire till later on. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who the other one would have been. I thought it was just the two. Oh, oh it's a... Uh, no, not Kopitar, because Brown was the captain. I think it's just the two of them, because then it was... Darian Hatcher was, like, the first American captain in 96. That was a real big deal. 
Was Hatcher the first American captain? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, actually, sorry, it wasn't '96. Oh. It was 2000. It was with Dallas Stars. Brian Leach. Oh, okay. Brian wasn't oh, the captain. Mark Messier. Not Brian Leach. No. With oh no, because Messier was the captain for the Rangers then. Uh, yeah, I already said that. So uh, I guess <laughs> I know more about you. So. Do you want to talk about the, <laughs> the thing? Oh yeah. Um, think for the guys. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, we should open the podcast. I know there's only like ten or twelve people that listen to this thing, but uh, since they are any any Don't donation is welcome. Don't make feel free feel free to go to the GoFundMe page for that um, that Broncos hockey team in the SJHL SAW SJHL. Yeah. Um, I think they've already exceeded their goal, but I mean these are going to the families and victims. I think it's a good idea for all of us, even if it's five or ten bucks. It'd be uh, a nice thing to do for such a tragedy and let us know your donations dave will be matching everyone personally yes. well i mean it can't be that high <laughs> dave you owe them eight dollars yeah really. <laughs> yeah i think that's a nice cause dave do you have any more information on it that's it uh, just go to the gofundme page there's nothing else you know if you just go to that page you should be able to find it it's like trending worldwide funerals are expensive yeah yeah medical bills run up yeah. Drastically. Yeah, and I'm not sure that. if the SJHL really has good uh, what's your insurance, <laughs> insurance policy on that? Yeah, that's gonna be a tough one when it all gets sorted out. Yeah. Anyways, let's not dwell on the sad stuff, but uh, you, all, you say you also had a joke to tie in with that? Yeah, that was at like eleven to twelve listeners. Oh. <laughs> I know it's yeah. more like fifteen. I was just lowballing you know, it. You know, Brian, who's a real comedian, Damon laugh. Yeah, yeah well, you got nothing out of me. Most comedians don't pop out loud. That's they not keep true. With it. Wow. I always hear Joe Rogan laughing his head off. Yeah, he's... Oh, Joey Diaz. And I would call me a real comedian. Like, let's be honest. Not there yet. I don't know if I'll ever be. <laughs> Chalupa, we lost you there for a second. You still okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Hey, my, fucking, uh, my fucking laptop. Uh, you hit the volume button once and it cuts all the volume off. So, oh. my I, bad. Are you still recording? <laughs> I'm still recording. Yeah, Great. yeah I still right. got a recording here. Well, that is some of the beauty of podcasting. <laughs> we show the mistakes. We don't edit them out. <laughs> no budget. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. It's a no-budget project. Yeah. So I just lost uh, Dave when he was mentioning um, the GoFundMe page uh, for the Humboldt Broncos. Um, yeah, you are just saying that we should jump on there and uh, donate a couple bucks if we can. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and he said nothing else afterwards of note. Yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with that. I think that'd be a great idea. That's uh, yeah, it's very good. Um, All right, let's get to some exciting stuff here. How far are the Leafs gonna go? Do we think we're gonna get a Stanley Cup this year or is it next year? Are they or the both? Cup in four games or less? <laughs> not winning the cup. Okay. That's the reality. Let, let, I'm looking at this right now, and I'm like, I don't think they're making it. They may make the conference finals. It just depends if they make well, it past that Boston. Would mean, okay. That would mean they get it past Boston and Tampa, which I that think Tampa's a better matchup for them. I think Boston's going to be the tough one. I don't know. Freddie Anderson, I was just looking at some stats this morning. Freddie Anderson is 10-1 and one against Boston. Holy shit. So he's got some really good odds against them. I guess, you know, beat him most of the year. And when uh, they had McElhinney, I think that's when uh, maybe they had a loss against Boston. But he's played extremely well over his career with Boston. I, I mean, I don't know. Listen, I want to hear what you – obviously, we're picking the Leafs to beat Boston. But what do you guys think being an outsider? Do you think they can even get past Boston, who's been a pretty hot team? It's tough, man. Boston's deep, and that's the big thing, right? I, I think, you know, you rely – Bergeron is going to be on Matthews all day, every day, right? Yeah. You're going to see that – so it's really that second line, what I like to call the MK line. The, Who's that? The, the Marlo Marner and Kadri line, right? That's it's really MK, like MK, like MK. Oh, oh my god! I <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's pretty good. It's not MK. No, it's <laughs> I didn't realize the initials MK. <laughs> Now that's a real comedian. That's a real joker. comedian. That's legit. That, that's good. That guy. Yeah. No, clearly I'm not a real comedian. You didn't get the joke at first. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those homers, you know. <laughs> it comes to you. But yeah, if that line plays well, then I think the Leafs will take Boston. It just yeah. depends on how that line really does. Yeah, because I think that's the Leafs' biggest strength is how deep they are on, uh, on forwards, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're pretty systematically good defensively, uh, but... I think that's the weakest point is the defense, and I think Boston's extremely tough on their D, uh, and they're deep, but not as deep as the Leafs, I think, uh, when it comes to forwards. And I, I would almost even say the goalies are 
are pretty much even. So it's, I think it's gonna be a really good series regardless. I just, I hope the Leafs can uh, can take them. What about you, Aaron? Um, <clears throat> I'm actually quite interested in um, uh, this. I think this is gonna be probably one of the better series to watch. And this is probably one of the first times I actually pay attention uh, to a Leafs series since the last time they were in the playoffs against the Boston Bruins. Uh, my big question is, is that MK line going to be the shutdown line against the Bruins' first uh, uh, first line? Because that would be pretty. Uh, that'd be a really good playoff series matchup between Kadri and Marchand, and each one of them is getting under each other's skin. Well, I think that'd be, uh, yeah, like a the really good a really good matchup uh, and a lot of entertainment for all of us great spectators. Yeah, like the interesting thing is that Kadri and Bergeron sort of have the same roles on their respective teams. So, will they? Would they even dare putting those two lines against each other? They'd almost cancel themselves out. But I think it's in Boston's best interest to sort of spread out, you know, Bergeron, like uh, Brian's saying, Bergeron on uh, on Matthews uh, and maybe Kadri then, yeah, with, with Marchand. But, I mean, I'd be pretty interested to say, I think he's pretty accurate with saying, like, it's going to be a big line for MK. So, uh, you know, even the fourth lines too. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of strengths uh, for the Leafs, but... Now, we'll see because I, I mean, I hope I don't see Matthews get shut down. I hope he can break free uh, against the Bergeron line for sure. And I'm also curious about the um, uh, the health between a lot of the players on each team. Like, uh, is Matthews 100? percent Is um, pardon me, is Morgan Riley going to be able to stay healthy the whole time? Well, how's Travis? How's Travis Dermott doing? Right. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, not to mention on the Bruins, uh, Zdeno Chara and Charlie McAvoy and Riley Nash. Like, are they going to be able to come back? Riley Nash, I know he's bottom six, but he's still been pretty vital, especially uh, especially on that third line, uh, playing alongside David Backus. And who is he playing with? Sean Curley, I think? Curley? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But um, I would agree. Like, I think Boston's way, like, health-wise, in a worse position than the Leafs. I mean, I think Matthews is 100%. He's been off, you know, for a whole month. I think specifically to get as much rest as possible. And Anderson had some breaks too. And uh, for the most part, I think the team, other than uh, Dermot, I think they're relatively healthy and, and at least you know, very close to 100%. I think you know, they have maybe the advantage in that aspect. Mm. Well, what about trade deadline stuff? Like, do you think the addition of Rick Nash is going to be a factor in, the, in this? I mean, he's kind of a local guy. Well, are they even saying when he's going to come back? No, I don't know. I think he's like, they, they won't say it, but I think he's almost out. Well, I don't want to say indefinitely, but I don't think you'll see him. No, really? You think it's that bad? What was the injury, anyways? Does anybody know? Uh, let me pull it back up. Aaron, Aaron, do you know the the, the injury that happened to Rick Nash? Uh, Rick Nash, uh, in, undisclosed, is not on the ice uh, for warmups. Will not play versus the Blue Jackets. Um, yeah, it's undisclosed injury at this moment. Saying concussion. Uh, when I look at the score, so I don't think he'll be back. If they're listing it as a UBI. But, um, yeah, it looks like uh, revealed the true nature of the injury concussion. So I, I don't think you'll see him back. Um, and the reality is is that they were playing well without him anyways yeah, before they acquired true. him. So That's true. Yeah, that's why I thought it was kind of a waste for them to pick up Nash. But, I mean, you know, they're throwing everything in the pile here. They want to win. Yeah. Even though they have Char coming back next year, I think this is the year, if any, that's they're going to try to win again. Mm-hmm. They did a I very do, I do quick. see that Char and McAvoy are in the lineup right now as the top pairing unit. Yeah. Hey, man, they're, they're, they got a really deep deep team. Like, that was a very quick rebuild or retool, whatever you want to call it. Like, it was what, Oh, I can't years? believe it. I thought that Boston was going to be kind of hanging out where Ottawa was this year. Yeah. Um, I, I did not think that they were going to be that competitive. Like, maybe, well, maybe not where Ottawa was, but definitely kind of, uh, on the bubble, like, are they going to be a playoff team? Are they not going to be? Are they going to be a seller dweller? Like, it was definitely a coin flip, but this team uh, definitely clicked. And um, those secondary guys, especially the rookies like Jake DeBrusque, Danton Heinen, Ryan Donato, those guys have soared expectations. Well, the college year. players that they picked up, too, were, like, bonuses. Like, those guys are mm-hmm. ready to play in the NHL right away. It was such a score. They're paying them minimum wage by NHL standards. It's it's nuts what a deal they got. And I don't know how they had the people. Well, I guess these kids were like, uh, 
Didn't they go to school in Boston too? It wasn't it the idea that they were just comfortable there? They're already there. They're already at Boston College. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a few guys on the team that were in that situation for sure. And then not to mention too Rask. Uh, like he's always been kind of hit and miss for most seasons, but he's been playing like the Tuukka Rask of old when they did win the cup. Very um, aggressive. He yeah. loves playing the Leafs. He, <laughs> he always does. likes to stick it in their pogey and just tell them what's up, what what player they missed. So so let me ask the Leaf fans a question here. When you guys are up game seven, four one with like eleven minutes to go, how are you gonna feel? So long ago, Brian. Get some how new are you material. gonna feel? When, when, Get some new material. Let me give you a quick story on what happened in that game. Uh, Ooh, I had my, I had I had my first kid. He was only a couple years old. Uh, we were watching the game. My father in law was over. Anthony was over, uh, and obviously my wife was there. Anyways, the Leafs are up four one, and me and Anthony are like celebrating. And here I have my father-in-law chirping at me. You're like, yeah, they'll blow it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll blow it. And then it's 4-2. And then it's 4-3. And then 4-4. And he's like, yeah, see, I told you. And then they lose in overtime. I was like, I, I'm like, Rick, you have to leave. I'm going to lose my shit right now. Like, You're like, fuck you, Rick. Get out of my house, I, I, Rick. I'm going to, like, I'm so close to just throwing my newborn baby at you. Like, I'm just so... Upset, like this is insane. Using like, little Eli as a tomahawk, like, ah, yeah, just da, like, da. oh my god, like I, I was losing my shit. I was so heartbroken and embarrassed too. Like it was, it was what a shit tough. show. I like, actually blocked it. I can't remember it to be honest. Oh, All I remember is Dion missing the check. That led to the goal. The biggest thing I remember is the look between Alicia Cuthbert and Reimer's uh, wife. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was so uh, I know where you guys are coming from because when I was, uh, you know, watching the Oilers play against the Canes in Game Seven, uh, it was just it was just a fucking train wreck to watch. And not to mention there was the other game where they were playing and uh, Rolson got injured, and then Conklin, stupid Conklin behind the net, fucks up everything, and the Canes come from behind to win. Uh, I think it was Game Three. Yeah, no, it's just so many moments where you just can't. Dave, you hit the nail on the head. Where you're just like, I'm gonna throw anything at you when I can reach. Yeah. And you don't yeah. want to throw. You don't want to throw a baby. Babies aren't aren't meant to be thrown. But well, just to shut, bouncing baby boys. Just to shut somebody up. You don't mind it throwing anything at them. Guys, I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on the past anymore. We're looking to the future. Where do you guys see this series? Let's wrap this up because the non-leaf fans are getting a little sweaty. So, Dave, uh, you know, Brian, I'll start with you. Where do you see this series? Uh, I'm going to say Bruins, and I'll even say in six games. Wow. Dave. Yeah, you know, I was actually fearing Boston quite a bit this season, but I feel pretty good about the team right now. It seems like everybody's clicking, and they have, I think, more skill than Boston. I'm taking Toronto in six. You know what? I, I was thinking that too, but I'm actually be ballsy and say Toronto in five. Oh, yeah, and wow. Then, yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. And, and, and you know what? I'm not taking it back. <laughs> you better not have that in your bracket. Aaron? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to say uh, Boston in seven. Um, it playoffs are a different beast, man. Uh, a lot of these guys in Boston know how the playoffs go, and I think there's going to be a lot of wear and tear. Yeah, you can have skill, but it's going to be a lot of wear and tear. Yeah, I agree. I think um, the series between Edmonton and Anaheim, I think Anaheim's going to win four to zero. Oh, that's right. Edmonton's not in the playoffs. How dare you come onto this podcast and say Boston's going to win in seven games, no less? Let me guess. The Leafs are going to have a lead in the seventh game, too? Yeah, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if this was was five years ago, I could see it happening. I don't know. I can't. I can't see it. What's going to happen happen is Toronto's going to go up three games to none. And then Boston's going to come back all wow. four games. Wow, that would be even worse. <laughs> I think they had game seven. Okay, so moving on, <laughs> just so we can get this podcast rolling. Next you heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Yeah, send all your dick pics to Aaron Chalupa. He loves them. <laughs> all right, next series, we have the first place uh, Tampa Bay Lightning going up against the wild card New Jersey Devils. <laughs> That's, I think it's an easy one for me. I think Tampa and five. I'm just giving New Jersey the one game because I think Tampa's going to be coming out like guns ablaze in this uh, playoff. So I think Tampa and five. I'm calling sweep for yeah, Tampa. Really? Wow. I'm calling a sweep. Wow. New Jersey shouldn't even be there. If they were smart, they would have figured out that squeaking into the playoffs really isn't what they need to do. I mean, I, I feel like this, this, this might be a, a little bit of a sleeper series. 
Yeah, like nobody cares about it, you mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> they know the results? Tampa's been limping for at least two or three weeks now. Yeah, and Jersey's been playing really good. Yeah, I know. They've been playing really good, but not consistent, consistently yeah. enough like Tampa's. The Coyotes were playing good over the past few weeks yeah. as well. All right, all right, all right. All right, Aaron, who you got? Uh, I got Tampa in four, but I have a feeling that the series could go one way or the other. It could have to be Tampa in six or Tampa in four. That's the way I feel, but I'm going to go with a clean sweep as well. I just want to see Taylor Hall and be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play that and He's such a hater of Hall, and Taylor Swift Hall writes a song about it afterwards. Uh... Called my own. Oh, my well, fuck, like, no, no, fuck Hall because last year he's like, I'm not even cheering for Oilers to, you know, to win a game in the playoffs or anything. He was so bitter and everything. And then now the whole city of Edmonton's just like, yay, Hall's in the playoffs. Go, buddy. You know, you can do your best. And he's just loving it and everything. It's like, no, go fuck yourself. You can't, you can't one year be like, oh, yeah, no, fuck that city. I hope they lose I, I every game. <laughs> and then what? this year, and then this year, expect that the whole city that you used to play for is going to cheer for you. That was bullshit. Didn't, wasn't Hall an uh, Oiler fan growing up? Uh, he's an Alberta boy. He, well, he was born in Calgary because his dad was a, a football player over here, oh. and then he was uh, an Olympic bobsledder. But I'm pretty sure he spent most of his life growing up in uh, Southern Ontario. And I, don't, oh. I think he was more of a Flames fan, if anything. Oh, really? Okay, because I was going to say, like, I can understand his bitterness being, like, a hometown boy and getting drafted, you know, uh, first overall for them. I mean, he, he was probably on cloud nine, but yeah, he couldn't get the job done. I just want to put this out there, seeing that you mentioned that. I think... Flames fans are second-class citizens. <laughs> okay, why are you so hard on the Flames? I don't know. I just fucking okay, hate them. Let's move along. <laughs> All right. Ever since that Fanoof trade, <laughs> I like that trade. I like the Unfair. Yeah, but look at look how much of a spark Fanoof has now when he came to LA. It's like I really don't want to leave this place. Yeah. Like he's playing his heart out. My wife says it's the best place for us to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, after living in Ottawa, anything is better. Oh my God. And LA of all things, it's like you hit the jackpot. The only place worse than playing in Ottawa would be playing in Winnipeg, or Buffalo. Both are really no. I'll take Buffalo because what? or in front of five thousand fans in Florida. No, I'll take that. Well, at least you be, get that climate yeah, in you get, Florida. Exactly. <laughs> That's why you guys like it. Yeah. Um, right. One last thing okay. before we go Turn on. Out there. Taylor Hall, plus 14 this year, plus minus. That's yeah. the, only the second year he's been positive at all, and he's had some horrible seasons. Minus 15 in Edmonton, and mind you, it's the Oilers. You expect to be minus when you play for the Oilers, but, you know. <laughs> Well, we're used, to those, we're used to those negative numbers in the wintertime, so yeah. <laughs> Look out, folks. Keep your head moving. There's lots of jazz being thrown on this one. Okay. <laughs> Washington and Colorado. Oh, wait. No. Sorry. Columbus. No. Oh, what do you want? What you, Pittsburgh and Pitt- Philly? Pittsburgh, Philly. Okay. The Battle of PA. Uh, I'll start by saying uh, Pittsburgh in seven. I think it's going to be a bloodbath. I know Pittsburgh, I think, is way deeper, more veteran, and... They uh, likely could get to the conference finals again, but um, when it comes to Philly, these guys are so neck and neck, I think it's going to go the distance. Ooh, that one's tough. Um, I don't know, man. I'm just looking to double-check if there's any injuries because that's the big thing for me, so I'll pass it to you while okay. I'm just double-checking for All right. this call. Uh, I mean, I, I kind of fantasize about the idea of Pittsburgh doing a three-peat. I think it's crazy, or maybe just getting to the cup finals, I think it's just crazy, but they seem to have this this charm about them that I think th- they'll just be able to kind of grind out teams just because of the high level of talent that they have on that team. So I'm taking Phil, I'm sorry, I'm taking Pittsburgh in six. Aaron? Uh, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in five. I think Elliot's going to get lit up. Um, he's not going to be able to steal the show and then fall back onto backup like when he was in St. Louis with Jake Allen. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think Pittsburgh is going to steal the show here and just surge right out of the gate. I'm going to go the opposite way of all three of you. Wow. I'm going to call the Flyers in seven. And I think it comes down to, once again, when you have someone like Wayne Simmons playing on your third line, um, catalyst right there, uh, when it comes to depth, you know, you're going to rely on probably actually that third line when I look at it, Philpola. Uh, Simmons, I think you're going to see that line probably playing uh, against the top line, at least when Philly gets the shifts, right? So they get the choices. So I don't know. It's going to be tough, but I can honestly see that going their way. But I agree. Elliot is fucking shaky. Yeah. <laughs> right? So who knows? 
Also, Philly's power play's been really good all year, right? Giroux's had arguably a career year, yeah. right? So career surgeons maybe. Well, you can say the same thing with Malkin. He was also an Art Ross Trophy candidate, but uh, like you, you cancel those guys out. You just got to look at the depth between Pittsburgh and Philly. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Uh, in my opinion, has a lot more uh, youth talent than Philadelphia, and ex- and also that they could counter that with the youth that also has these cup experiences as well. So, I think the only thing you can add to that that kind of is a layer in this is that there's always that one veteran strong team that kind of has that gets knocked out that first round that everyone kind of looked past, and I think this might be that series at least out of the East for sure. And um, I don't. I think it's gonna be a real entertaining one. I think there's gonna be highlights, big highlights every night from that that, that series. Here, here's one thing that we haven't talked about as well is Matt Murray since he came back from injury has been garbage, uh, absolute garbage. And Pittsburgh's gonna be relying on him. But Philly's got a lot of good offensive players. I agree. Right. So who knows? He could he could be just as bad, if not worse, than Elliott. Fair. Well, Pittsburgh's done that before where they've gone through two different goalies as well. That was Matt Murray's first Stanley Cup where they went through Zatkoff, Murray, and then Flurry as well. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe this is how they find their new starting goalie. That, that still blows me away about Matt Murray, like, rookie season. Oh, unbelievable. Or, like, I mean, he won two Stanley Cups technically in his rookie season because he only started in the playoffs and then had his rookie season. Yeah. So, it's yeah. incredible that, like... Who else can? I don't think anybody else can ever say that, especially a goalie of all things, to have that kind of pressure on Did, you. Didn't That's you probably so do that with Scott Darling and Crawford? I don't think Darling was like the starring guy, though. I think Crawford I would came say back. Ken Dryden or Patrick Waugh for like youth with Stanley Cups. Well, how young was Patrick Waugh though? Wasn't he like his third he, in? He won it his, was, his rookie year. Was that his rookie year? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let's keep moving. Uh, the last one in the East, we got the Capitals. First place Capitals against. The Blue Jackets. I didn't even know the Blue Jackets made it to the playoffs. So I'm. Not, <laughs> yeah, you know what's weird? I, I had this written down originally as like Washington and seven, but like I, I'm gonna change it to six, and that's being very nice to Columbus. Like I don't think much of them. I I know, I know they have some talent. I know they're a good team, or like a decent team. I just think Tortorella, like he can't hang. I, and I hate the fact that they had that streak last year because it made them look like a million bucks. I'm like, it's not you, it's the players. <laughs> They're the ones staying motivated to keep on winning night after night. It's not you. It's a tort. And he was taking, like, full credit. You know, I want to give these young players a chance to shine, give them some freedom. I was like, shut up. That's so fake, man. You're, like, the classic biggest dick nose in the NHL, the biggest prick coach out there. Now you're acting like you're suddenly modest and humble. Like, please. He's the Donald from... Trump of coaches. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. He always tries to get, like, a headline, man. Always. Wow. I'm going to write that down. Does Donald he... Trump of coaches, Does I like also it. grab pussies? Fake news. <laughs> fake news. You're, you're a fake reporter, Brooksy. You're a fake reporter. <laughs> that was in his, in his New York days when he's getting to those fights with the, in the scrum there with Brooksy. He's like, you, oh, guys are, you guys are fake news. I'm the score. <laughs> you fake news. Reporting wrong You're fake stuff. analyst. You're fake Corsi. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he called in on the 100th episode. Don't piss him off. The orange man will be back. <laughs> all right. Uh, who did that Trump impression? I forgot. All it was Donald Trump. <laughs> it was the Trumpster. I, I'm taking... I'm taking Donald. <laughs> I'm taking Ovi in four. Okay. Oh, wow. It's going to wow. be an Ovi show. Not, not, not Oshi because there's no, there's no shootouts in playoffs, I guess. <laughs> Penalty funny. shots, maybe. Yeah, um, there you go. I'll go five games for Washington, but I think I agree that the Capitals are, you know, at least going to make it to the second round before they choke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's that Pittsburgh comp, man. They're yeah. going to hit them every goddamn year. I guess that's also the hard part of, I mean, the Crosby. It's rare that you get those two guys in the same conference. Because uh, you look at, like, Michael, uh, Michael's, well, Matthews versus McDavid, different conferences, only going to meet the Yeah, but finals. you can say Matthews and Eichel. Is there, but is there even anything there, though? Eichel's always a good player. He's just not flashy, I guess. That And he's injured once every season. <laughs> it's Buffalo. Uh, and it's Buffalo. <laughs> These guys are so They sour. had their chance in 99, uh, and they didn't fucking do it. So true. fuck Buffalo. Oh, God, that was brutal. Uh, Brett Hall, stupid, the greatest rule. converted Canadian into American ever. Oh, God. All right. The most hated uh, team in all of any... Excuse oh, sorry, me? You, Sorry, do your, do your Washington Columbus. Thank, thank you very much. Sure. Um, 
I actually, I thought this was a really tricky one. I think Columbus might be uh, really looking for um, some credentials, or not really credentials, but respect in the playoffs. Yeah, credibility, yeah, some respect here. Uh, as much as I think that uh, uh, Tortorella is, as Dave said, a dick nose and all that good stuff, um, I, I, I really do think that a lot of the players are going to be doing really well. Seth Jones had a, a Norse uh, candidate year this year. Bobrovsky, again, like you can't ever deny Bobrovsky being a great goalie. Bobrovsky! Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I, and like how, how much Washington's been struggling here, uh, and then they're there are problems with goaltending now where it's is it Grubauer, is it Holtby? Is that going to shake uh, Holtby's confidence if he's playing starter? Um, and then what do you do if you put uh, Holtby in and then Grubauer and then you throw Holtby back and it's like, okay, well, you got to be the hero of the day kind of thing. So, I don't know, I got, I got Washington 7. Wow. They're, they're going to ride Grubby. They have to ride him. He's been too good for the whole second half of the year. Oh, I completely agree. He's been amazing. Yeah. We'll see what happens with that. All right, moving on to the West, everybody's least favorite team, the Winnipeg Jets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. How long were you thinking about That's good. I said on the last podcast. Oh, okay. I missed it. And, and, <laughs> and the Minnesota Wild. Listen, Manitoba doesn't have much going for it as a province, so you know, give Winnipeg credit where credit's due. Manitoba Harvest is the most hemp in North America. Yeah, yeah. So Manitoba, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, other than that. And that that's it? Yeah, other than that. <laughs> um, so I'll jump in and I'll just say, the Wild, normally you look at a team that has trouble scoring sometimes, and they rely on pretty good defense. That's been their MO for what, like, since they've been in the league pretty much, right? Um, Ryan, Ryan Sutter's out. Like, I just don't see them doing anything. I see Winnipeg winning it four, maybe. I'll give them five. I'll give them Winnipeg. You mean Suter? We're not dealing with the Sutter family members. Suter. Sorry, no, no, no. I, Suter is such bullshit. It's like people that spell, that say it's Weber when they have one B in their name instead of Weber. It's it's still Sutter. One T is still Sutter. Look it up. Just like you have Um, Hara. Just like you have Hara. It's still Sutter. Well, I don't know. There was Gary Suter back in the day. Isn't that uh, one of Ryan's relatives? It was like his uncle or something like that? Yeah, but it should be Sutter. This is what I'm saying. People, just because they want to say their name differently, it would be like, oh, my last name's Smythe, actually. <laughs> no, it's Smith. That's what it is. I mean, I, I was going to use a transgender joke. I, I couldn't get it out of time. <laughs> so insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't put this cheap beer in me, man. I just these coronas are going straight to your head. I just spew. Don't garbage. oh shit. We shouldn't tell Aaron we're drinking coronas. Yeah. Are you drinking coronas? <laughs> God damn it! They were free if that helps. <laughs> that does help a little bit. Okay. Us Mexicans were. I got a second cheap. baby coming. Man. I got to cut back on my expensive beer buying. Yeah. Hey, congrats on the on the gender reveal there, Thank girl. You, again, my goodness, you're. You're the opposite of Dave. I don't want to talk about this at all, so let's keep going. It's actually true that you say that, Aaron. I mean, I have a full head of hair. He does not. I have two boys. <laughs> he has two girls. I'm I have tall. a large penis. He has a very small penis. I'm tall. You're <laughs> short. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, you're talking funny. You're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can keep going. Um, <laughs> don't make me whip out one of pig jets again. Uh, <laughs> I, w- yeah, I think... Dave, you got to give Anthony at least like three days head start on coming, uh, coming up with the comeback. Yeah. I, I would almost say, if not this year, next year, Winnipeg Jets are going to go to the Stanley Cup Finals. I, I would almost pick this team. I, I definitely see a maybe the next two or three years, Winnipeg and Toronto Final possibly happening. Like I would love it, too, because it's an all-Canadian final. But um, I am blown away with how strong and deep Winnipeg is. Like I gave this Winnipeg in five games, but I think it could go four. I'll, I'll say five, though, for argument's sake. Uh, I don't like to say sweeps, um, not in this NHL, but, yeah, I think Winnipeg's got this easily in five. Uh, Aaron, did you say yours? Did you give your predictions? Not for Winnipeg, Minnesota. Um, I love the Winnipeg Jets. They're definitely in my top five favorite teams in the NHL. Uh, They are going to sweep, unless Dubnik stands on his head. Uh, This is going to be a sweep. Uh, They have too many injuries, too many guys are limping along the way. I'm not sure if Spurgeon's playing well. Uh, Suter is out. 
Um, their firepower is not that great, and Winnipeg's defense, they're not to be, you know, taken lightly, as well as Hellebuck has been having one hell of a year. Oh, oh, oh. Very nice, very nice. It's, it's no Winnipeg, but it's pretty good. That's pretty good. I, I bet my buck on it. Oh. <laughs> Boy. Uh, you know, like Winnipeg's going to play very, very well. Um, I agree with Dave. They're either going to make the Stanley Cup Finals this year or next year or maybe the year after. They have a very strong team. Uh, the Hockey News actually predicted them to win the 2019 Stanley Cup, and I think that was back in 2015 they predicted that. So it was right after the Jack Eichel trade. Sorry, not the Jack Eichel, uh, the Evander Kane trade. That they predicted that Winnipeg Jack Eichel, be... Evander Kane. No, no. No, no. It Tyler was the Myers. Evander Kane trade. Sorry, yeah, the Evander thinking... Kane, uh, Tyler Myers trade. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, they just predicted that with all the prospects that uh, the Jets got uh, along with um, Tyler Myers and all those other pieces there. That yeah, in, didn't they get time, a centerman? They were do really well. Pardon didn't me. They, didn't they get like a um, a prospect who's playing th- uh, third line center for them right now? Like it was uh, from that trade, and it's like paying off for them right now. Like it's like perfect timing. They got Brendan Lemieux. Uh, they didn't get Eric Comrie. They got some picks as well. Let me just check. Um, you go on to the next guy, uh, uh, Brian. What, what, what do you think for this series? Didn't I call it already? I yeah. think I said Winnipeg. Uh, sure. I, I, I said I'll, five. I'll, I'll give them. I'll, I'll give it one game. But I'm like you. I don't like to call too many sweeps, yeah. even though I'm like I could see them sweeping. Yeah, I'll, I'll jump in with my prediction. I I think that it'll be Winnipeg. I hate to say it, but I'll, I'll give it to Winnipeg. But it'll be six games because I don't think the Wild Wild are in third place for a reason. They're, they're still a solid team, and they've always been defensively sound. It, it, they won't have enough to last, but I think they'll make six teams out of it. Six, eh? Well. All right, who's the next group of uh, teams we got? The, the Smashville Predators versus the Colorado Avalanche. I'll let everyone else go because I want to hear uh, your guys' thoughts on this. Yeah, I think Colorado's a great young team, but Nashville's way too deep. Uh, former Stanley Cup finalist last year. I think... Um, if they will definitely get to the conference finals, I believe, if not the Stanley Cup finals. So uh, uh, we'll see. But I, I'm all for Nashville. I say Nash and five. Yeah, um, I'll jump in. Uh, I don't think Colorado has a snowball chance. So I'm going to just say Preds and four. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's honestly. Is, is there? Uh, there? Uh, I'm also going to say Smashville and four. They're just way too strong, way too deep, too much experience. Colorado is lucky to be in this playoffs. Yeah. As a Habs fan, it pains me because I'm not a big Subban supporter. But, uh, <laughs> but You're so racist. Yeah, yeah, it's because I hate black people. That's the reality. <laughs> they shouldn't be playing the white man's sport of hockey. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. We, that in golf. Get him out of here. Are, are we, we going to, like, clip this? Are we going to clip this? Like, I mean, those are the last the two rails. sports we have. <laughs> Stay out. TMZ. <laughs> local, local Toronto comedian Brian Smith has too many Coronas and goes off the rails. I just don't like black people. <laughs> those taking out of context. You give him a little bit of rye and he just runs the place down. <laughs> The one thing I'll say is Nashville, out of any playoff team, is probably walking into this series with the most cavalier view. They're probably looking at it like, you know what, Let's uh, we'll be able to dispatch Colorado quickly. I think Colorado could get a game or two just simply from Nashville being lazy more than anything else. So um, <laughs> Nashville's lazy. Oh, too much barbecue the other night. <laughs> I, I honestly driven, think you'll this, see. This all I think meat diet is just really legging us down. <laughs> I honestly, I think you'll see. You'll see a game where Nashville just comes out and they look slow. Um, which is the like honestly, I think Nashville. I have them taking the cup this year. In all honesty, but I can see the first round giving them a little bit of a hiccup in a game or two. So I'll give it Nashville in five once again. Right on. So what uh, What do we have next? Uh, Vegas and LA Kings? Yes. Woo. First place Golden Knights versus the first place wild card. Yeah, man. Do, do you think the Cinderella story is going to keep on going through the playoffs? Nope. No, it's done. First round, they're done. Wow, you really think so, eh? I think so too. I, I, I honestly think that the... 
if you look at the, there's not a big difference, but there's a clear difference between their home record and their away record. I've always said with the Golden Knights that they're going to be really successful in their first season because you have all these teams that are going to be traveling to Vegas in there for a night, two nights, and you're going to have people that will party or take advantage of the fact they're in Vegas, especially during the regular season. In the playoffs, different story. Also, L.A. players, L.A.'s pretty damn close to Las Vegas anyways, right? So, um, and, you know, they already have access to a decent amount of partying in L.A. So I honestly think that that won't be a factor in this series, and that's going to be a big difference. Jeez, yeah, you know, like, I think uh, L.A.'s had a good rebound year, like a good uh, resurgence, if you will, but uh, I don't know, like, I haven't seen too much of Vegas. I mean, I've seen them a lot of highlight reels and and highlights in general, but they've always been pretty strong. Um, I think their speed is going to win them this series, though. I I think Vegas is going to continue on with, like, they're going to take this in six games probably, like, I feel anyways. I'd like to see it keep on going, too, because, I mean, what a, what an amazing story it is for the NHL for to basically get more expansion teams. I mean, uh, like like help grow the league a little with showing like, hey, you can be competitive even in your first year. It's it's a, actually a pretty good story for the NHL. Uh, Aaron, do you want to add? Yeah, uh, I actually think that the Gold Knights are going to win this uh, series. I have them winning in six. I think this is going to be a really cool series. And uh, honestly, I think this is the best outcome for the Vegas Golden Knights. Not for a, a team to play against, but just for marketing. L.A., Vegas. Like, how many people from L.A. go to Vegas on a regular basis? Like, like once a weekend or twice a month or something like that. Right. This is going to be a really good series, especially for the media in L.A. Um, I do see the Gold Knights coming out just really stoked, really excited. Uh, no one in fucking Las Vegas is going to know what's going on uh, with, with this playoffs here. Uh, <laughs> but I, I really, truly believe that the Gold Knights will win this series and uh, go on to the next round to, you know, welcome the other an, another California team. I, I think this is going to be a, a really fun series to watch. I like this series. One thing that gets me is if you think about the Knights versus the Kings, I think that's kind of cool too, just like a little play on the team names. But I think... You're gonna have the big upset, the Kings taking the Knights. Uh, I would, I would, I'm gonna say six, whatever, maybe six or seven games. But I think you're really gonna see Captain Crunch on his best, Dion Phaneuf, <laughs> and be an amazing offensive force oh and my just God. steal the yeah, show. Yeah, right. He's gonna fall on his face like trying to backskate. <laughs> uh, it's called skating backwards, and he, he <laughs> yeah. can do it. Yeah, okay. All right. I'm just saying. Look out, Golden Knights, because the king is back. Oh, man. <laughs> He's always wanted to play for L.A. Good for him. I also uh, think people Knights forgot about Quick. I'm loving, the, uh, I think, I'm loving these. I think metaphors. The, the L.A. team, a lot of those guys have that playoff experience. And that the fact that they kind of snuck into the playoffs, I mean, they, they, they kind of just they made their way in. I think there's enough to, to call for an upset there. There's enough, there's enough depth, on, depth on that team. Anyways, I agree. I think this is going to be the veteran team that gets uh, surprised by, um, I don't know, a lot of people don't even think that Vegas is the, you know, a lot of people think that Vegas is the underdog in this sense, even though they are the top seeded team. So I think Vegas is the underdog and they will play spoiler to the, uh, to the Kings here. Um, yeah, I, I, think I think Vegas, sorry, I think the Kings are going to be the way of, uh, the struggle Blackhawks from last year. Like, do you I was really surprised? Yeah. Do you think LA losing to Vegas is the the ticking time bomb to finally say it's time for a rebuild? We have to somehow get rid of these veteran players that we have and and start fresh because we just can't hang speed wise. Uh, for the Kings, I wouldn't say getting rid of them. I would say I'm not sure if Brown is a free agent this year or not. But I would try to trade. He's having he had a really good second half of the year. Yeah. Um. Uh, he's not the captain anymore. Yeah. Uh, he. You, you might as well move him if you can. But uh, for Andre Kopitar and Drew Doughty, I would try to retain those guys as much as yeah. possible. Yeah. And I and, John, it, and Jonathan Quick. You know, the, having yeah. Quick in the lineup, uh, he can mentor any goalies that are in the the pipeline there. Uh, but yeah, I, I would definitely hold on to those guys. But like second line guys like Tyler Foley 
Um, maybe Jeff Carter, those guys. Yeah, I, I could see them moving them for sure. That, that's the issue, too. I don't think they're in the last year. I think Doughty's the only one, and they need space for him, too. And I think, you know, adding FNAF on the books, even though Ottawa, re Ottawa retained a bit, uh, really doesn't help much because I think Brown and Carter are probably on for, if not one more, maybe even two years. I think Brown's on for another two. Yeah, so th I think these guys are really going to be stuck in limbo more than anything. They're, they're going to be that bubble team for the next couple of years because I think their chance to buy these players out already passed. So I think they're they're basically stuck with what they have. they got to send them to Robida Island over there and yeah. <laughs> try to find a way to bury some money, which somehow the Leafs are the only team that seems to know how to do it. Um, are we good with that? Do you, do you want to add anything to that Vegas, Los Angeles series? Um. I don't think I actually picked a... Oh. I said Kings, but I think it'll be still a good series overall. But I'll, I'll give them six games for the Kings to take it. Wow. All right. And what me, might be the one, the series to watch in the, in the Western Conference, you have the Ducks in San Jose. I like this series a lot. I guess that'll be the most competitive for sure, yeah. I, I'm waiting to see what Evander Kane does. He's I, been pretty, uh, dynamic, pretty, hot, yeah. Yeah, pretty hot since he's joined. I, I'm excited to see. I, I, he's on a good. He's on a good team, with good players around him. Something he's he's kind of lacked his whole career, and a team that kind of wants him there. So it's kind of nice to see it. I'm very intrigued to see what happens. I think he's extremely happy to have it too, because he. I think he's still got that model girlfriend that lives in California. So I think this is like an awesome setup for him that he's going to be playing hard each and every night. Um, I don't think much of this. I don't think much of this series too much. Uh, until you actually just said Evander Kane, I was like, shit. I think these teams are pretty well even, but I think that that trade line, uh, sorry, that trade deadline uh, trade that they're doing. Oh my god, wow. I can't even talk. That trade deal that they made. That, that, <laughs> yes, but that, that deal that made, that deal that was made at the trade deadline for Evander Kane uh, was the um, the tipping point for them. I think they're gonna edge out Anaheim and take it uh, in seven games. All right. Uh, I'll jump in. Uh, I, I, I really don't know where this came from from the Ducks. Like, I don't think they're that good of a team. But I, the fact that they finished in second place kind of blows me away. As much as I, as I kind of put the, the Western Coast, the West Coast. Oh, of, it's hitting us all here. Yeah, I have a fucking cheap beer, man. <laughs> this Corona is just, just, just straight to my head. <laughs> so um, sickening. I, I just don't know. What, the Ducks just don't do anything for me. Like I, I don't see it. I, I see the Sharks as a little bit, maybe more of a dynamic team. Deeper for sure. Yeah, I mean, anytime Joe Thornton is playing on your second line, pretty good. Yeah, I, I think this is going to be a big deal for Joe too, because it's likely his last year. I think he could play another year, but he, you know, he might retire. Yeah. I mean, Burnsy too. Like Burnsy's nice too. And uh, I mean, I think there's a lot of nice, nice. I th I really think this is the playoffs where Evander Kane shows what all the hype's been about because I think his career's been pretty lackluster up to this point. Um, yeah, this this series interests me for a few reasons. One is, um, Joe Thornton's old as fuck, <laughs> but in great shape. In great but, shape. Yeah, he's in great shape. And then you got a bunch of players on Anaheim that, to me, have kind of either been underachievers due to injury or uh, just circumstance. Like Kessler, uh, he seems to always be forgot about. And I don't know if he's really a fit for the modern-day NHL. Yeah. But I know against the Sharks, I actually think he's a pretty good fit. Right? Um, you need that agitator. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? Um and then when I look at the goaltending here, Martin Jones has kind of limped into the playoffs. Like, he's been kind of trash over the past month. Uh, he kind of, uh, Spoiler alert, I lost, <laughs> my, I lost my fantasy hockey finals this year, and I fully blame it on Martin Jones. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. And I actually picked up Ryan Miller, and he almost saved it for me. Wow. He, and, which is shocking, but he looks young again. Who does Ryan Miller play for now? The Ducks. Oh, so really? Yeah. For yeah. some reason, I thought oh, he still no, he plays does play the for the Ducks. I thought he was still the Canucks. No, no, no. no. I know he's, he's a different team because he's he's on the Ducks and he's actually going to be their starting goalie in the playoffs right now because right. I think I think Gibson's still hurt. Oh, that, yeah. so that's so sad for uh, for Anaheim that they gave up Anderson and they thought well Gibson was the younger goalie, 
no, fuck that, because Toronto fucking got Vesatoskala from the Sharks, <laughs> the goal of the future, and he he was the worst goal of all time. For to get Anderson, wasn't it their first round pick, which was thirtieth uh, overall, and Roman Polak? Wasn't that the trade that went through to get? Uh, I don't Anderson? know, but that sounds about right. That was no, that was a part of the Phil Kessel no. trade. That's where the thirtieth pick came from. Was Phil Kessel trade? So we get Kapanen and Anderson basically for Phil Kessel. That's a nice trade. I mean, what? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that's exactly right. Yeah, we got Kapanen through the no, Kessel trade. Paul no, you got Kapanen from Penguins. What did I say? The Kessel trade to the Penguins. Yeah, but you're talking about Anderson. Yeah, and so we got their first round pick. It so bullock. then we traded our first round pick for Anderson. Oh, I know what you're talking about now. Okay. Right, but Pollock wasn't part of that because then they trade him in the, at the trade deadline. Yeah, that was. Oh, right. Yeah, and the first round pick was during the draft, I believe. Yeah. Or right. Yeah, right after because it wasn't a trade deadline move. Yeah, it was after the playoffs I had mean, ended. If there's only a tool, we could check this out. It doesn't matter. Don't don't waste. Okay. I think Pollock, wasn't Pollock traded to the Sharks at one point. Yeah, maybe uh, that's what I'm getting mixed up with. He was traded to he the was Sharks. Traded to the Sharks. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that oh sorry Aaron start going with your picks for uh, Ducks Sharks. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, actually I have Anaheim winning it in five. In five, five. Wow. holy smokes! Yeah. I'm going to take yeah. them in seven, but I agree with the Ducks winning. Uh, yeah, wow. Yeah. I think five. the Ducks really have a good system for the playoffs, even though I don't agree with it. I think their guys are really gritty. They're kind of like the Philadelphia of, um, or the Bruins of the West, um, with a little bit less talent and class. Uh, they're 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 going to be really grinding San Jose out. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting series for sure. It's going to be two guys that uh, sorry two teams that just hate each other. Uh, but it's going to be really interesting. Uh, I think that the goaltending is going to be okay. It's not going to be spectacular, but it'll be all right. And the defensive cores will be really really good to 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 you know uh, observe that stuff. Uh, what's the guy's name from Anaheim that's been playing really well lately? Younger guy. Yeah, I think it was named against an M or something like that. I can't remember off the top of my head, but uh, he was really good in the playoffs last year against the Oilers. I think he's going to have a really uh, really good playoffs this year, too. All right, now that we've picked all the teams for our first round, can we get into the Edmonton Oilers season as well as the Montreal Canadiens? <laughs> okay, well, before we jump into that, do, do we want to disclose who our final... All right, like who we think are making it to the finals? No, let's so, hit it. So, so right everyone else from uh, that, that's listening to for the brackets is going to just copy us? Yeah, I don't want. Uh, okay, I don't want. Okay, that's really. fine. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just well, hiding well, my picture. You know, right let, now. Let, let's do that. Let's <laughs> talk a little bit about the not after thirty best in the nation hockey pool. Um, Aaron is running this. Aaron, do you want to go through a little bit of the rules really quickly on it? Uh, man, like. Uh, you're like the guys when I was working at Citizen Brewing. You just call me by my first name all the time. It's kind of weird, there, Paul. <laughs> it's totally weird to say that, Aaron. <laughs> Do you always hear just chaloops? Yeah, chalupa, chaloops. I know. I, it, kind of it's stuff. actually weird to say when I say it out loud, but I I don't feel obligated sometimes to say it. Hey, Anthony, how many A's in Aaron? Aaron. 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 There's A E R. Milake, <laughs> Diave, <laughs> Diave. <laughs> All right, Aaron. What? Uh, sorry, Mr. Chulupa. Why don't you start by talking about the Nana Nation Best in the Nation Hockey Tournament poll? <laughs> it's, it's quite the t- the title. We got a space for a title here. <laughs> the plaque is gonna be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it reminds me of this episode where Mr. Burns gives a Homer that random title for like best award. For something I can't remember what the whole thing is, but it's it's a whole big spiel. Uh, yeah, so this is a bracket pool challenge. So what we're doing is we're getting everyone who wants to join uh, to pick the winner of each series, east and west, all the way to the final. So you have to pick the winner. That's, that's what you do for a bracket. You got to pick the winner for each series, and you predict what the next series will be and the winners of those series. So you don't know what's going to happen, but you got to guess them anyway. And in uh, how many games? It's called gambling, right? You don't really know how it's going to go. <laughs> um, and just for tiebreakers, we get people to pick their series outcomes for each of the uh, for each of the, the matchups, uh, all the way to the final. And for an additional tiebreaker, you pick the total goals scored in the entire playoffs. By, by so, the way, I feel like there's a lot of stress 
on the details for these rules. Did somebody mess up the rules or something last year? Uh, you know what? I don't think it's just a matter of the, the rules last year. I think it's people that can't remember what the rules were last year. Oh, man. So Sounds I have right. to repeat them again because people can't read or remember. Um, I think that's correct, and I also believe it's for the new people, too, in the pool. So everybody wins. <laughs> don't pee in the pool, okay? Uh, I'm actually going to back out of this. <laughs> now that I've heard them. Please don't pee in the pool. Too many rules. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Total goals in the playoffs as a tiebreaker? <laughs> no, no. First, you need to have the accurate total goals, and then we go down to if you've got the accurate brackets. Are we doing uh, Price is Right rules? Closest but under? It's very important. Yeah. Oh, just as close as one. Oh, I don't know oh. if I like that. I was going to put one goal. I'm out. Just <laughs> <laughs> one goal. So, uh... Toronto what? wins the entire Sally Cup with one goal. <laughs> That's all they need, man. That's all they needed, baby. The, uh, the, the trophy and the money will be sent to the winner at the winner's expense. <laughs> if if they don't live in the, the immediate area of my So house. if Aaron wins. <laughs> <laughs> when Aaron wins, and this is actually the second year we're doing this, I'm pretty excited that this is a new tradition that we keep going. And the details, I'm sorry, Anthony, yeah. the details will be on, I'm sure, the page for uh, Aaron's email to send to the money and the playoff bracket. Yes. Ten bucks each. Ten bucks per bracket. And we're only buying one bracket. Wrong. What? One bracket for now. Maybe I was thinking that if somebody wants to buy an additional bracket, maybe we just double it. Oh yeah, twenty so bucks instead of ten bucks. One, you pay twenty or thirty bucks. Yeah, maybe. I like that a lot. That when's it? Yeah, ten dollars per bracket. That makes sense. What, when's it? Back, when's it? Twelve. When the second buy-in happen? Oh, the, there's no second buy-in. You you buy right off the bat at the oh. start. You, you submit your you brackets at the start be, because because the points are how accurate your bracket is, right? Right. So if you buy it in again, you just you just correct it all to to be accurate right off the bat. Like so, there's no point to rebuy it after the game. The tournament started. I like that. Yeah. So it's ten bucks for your original bracket, twenty bucks for your second bracket. Yeah. If you want to have a second one that you want to send to me, so say you send me two brackets, mm-hmm. you will pay thirty dollars. Perfect. Uh, that's, that's what, that's what like I was that. thinking. And that, and that should be all do all four of us? Do we think that's a decent idea? Yeah, I like it. Okay. So, so that you don't just be like, hey, ten bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks, ten bucks, and you just kind of buy yourself to win. I don't know. Yeah. So you said uh, the points will be. So is it incremental as teams move further? So like, let's say you get a point if your team moves forward to the next round, and then if they make the conference finals, you get extra points for them making it further. How does that work? Right. Yeah. So be, uh, if you guys ever played in March Madness bracket, um, yeah. It's, how That's- accurate your bracket is. So if you pick the winners for each round, so say you pick Buffalo winning over the Edmonton Oilers uh, and the, the Buffalo Sabres won and they go on to play against the Montreal Canadiens and then the Buffalo Sabres win again, you're, you are accurate and you picked Montreal. So you uh, get, let's say, one point per accurate uh, series outcome. All right, very invigorating stuff. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll I have know, all the details on the page. I hate, I hate organizing this shit, so... Um, but you but yeah, I also like gambling, so that's a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth it. Aaron, I want to thank you for taking the responsibility of the hockey pool. So, thank you for that. I'll, I'll reserve my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. We'll see how it goes. This thing's fixed! <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's just say when Anthony ran the pool, he surprisingly won. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I, won I won the hockey pool last year that Aaron I, ran. I kept on saying, prove it. I want to see the results, and nobody posted any stats. So I kind of feel like this is <laughs> Well, you, you were asking for Obama's uh, birth certificate too, weren't you? Yeah, totally. Oh, there's a lot of interesting facts out there, so that's all I'm going to say. I'm just saying there's a lot of questions. <laughs> where's the money, these? Stormy? Where's the money? <laughs> <laughs> You would believe what they're finding. It's amazing. What are they finding? <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, believe it's me. unbelievable. <laughs> it's amazing. It's tremendous. With that being said, that is an After 30 podcast hockey playoff pool for 2018. Gentlemen, good luck. Thanks. I guess uh, good luck to you as well. <laughs> oh, I don't need it. Oh, I think you will this year. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Uh, I'm looking at the stare down of the century right now. Woo! We belong on a UFC poster. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys can't see. Speaking this. of UFC, how about that Conor McGregor? Holy moly! <laughs> Great guy. <laughs> I, I would have done it if I was. You know what it was? He saw the money that Ronda Rousey's getting from WWE, and he's like, "I want out of my contract, and I want to go to the <laughs> WWE as soon as possible." Oh, I have my thoughts on this whole thing. Sometimes I really think Dana White's just like behind the scenes, like, how can we make this more crazy? I, yeah, you know I, what? How, how I, can we make get more money? Out I of think this? maybe Holloway pulled out and they're like, we need a distraction. Connor, could you throw a chair for me? He's like, oh, mate. <laughs> if I have another year off, I'll do no you one better. I got a dolly. <laughs> I'll bring a dolly. Yeah. With that being said, it's time to suck her off. Aaron, thank you as always. Yep. Sorry. Chalupa, thank you as always. Yeah, no worries. Halupa. <laughs> Brian Smythe, thank you so much for coming in today. No problem. Thank you for having me. Brianne. <laughs> and Dave, thanks for making your glorious return to the studio and the podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I had a great time. I hope to do it again soon. 